0: Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And we're distant today. I'm weird. looking at you on a computer instead of being in the same room with you. I know. It's so weird. We've gotten spoiled. Um, yeah.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Knight, the makers of our all-time favorite pillow and the face mask that we have in very heavy rotation. You can take 20% off at everything at DiscoverNight.com with our promo code BOP20.
0: So, Grace, we have some catching up to do. I mean, we don't have a lot of catching up to do. You've only been gone for three days. Yeah, I've been gone for three days. This is Wednesday. It's it's
1: day three and a half, I guess. It's going really well so far. I mean, I haven't really done much. I just go for really long walks and, like, hang out in my cozy little cottage. But I will say the biggest thing is that it's really, really warm here. So it's, like, 70 degrees. And
0: so I just want to be outside. Oh, that sounds so nice. And I can see behind you your cute little cottage and it looks adorable. And it's really quiet here. I didn't realize
1: like how much I appreciate the quiet until like I'm not on the main street. I'm in like a um, a little cottage behind one of the big like fancy houses. So I didn't realize how nice it is to like be off of the street. And then also when I go for walks, there's no one on the streets. Like it's empty. I mean, like the main streets are very crowded and I will be honest, it's a little nerve wracking because if you go down like King Street or some of the busier streets, like nobody's wearing masks and everyone's kind of like just out. But on the streets like the near my apartment and like by Colonial Lake, I live like really close to Colonial Lake, which is this cute little, it's like a cute little man-made lake that I like to walk around. Um, It's just so quiet. And I don't think I realized how much I would appreciate quiet until I had it. Well, I'm
0: glad you're getting some quiet. Wait, how are you? You had an excursion last night. I want to hear yeah, about I that. Yeah, I had an excursion last night. I've had two excursions. You have? I've, I'm just like getting around town. <laughs> it's nice to have a friend who is willing to drive because you and I both are not drivers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we, we decided last night, it's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, or it was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, we decided, Rachel and I decided that we were going to go on an adventure. And go to get chain restaurant takeout. So, if you've been listening for a long time, you know that I love Chili's. It is like my number one airport dream food. And Rachel really likes the Cheesecake Factory. And so, somewhere in Queens, it's like kind of near JFK. There's a Chili's and a Cheesecake Factory that are close together. So we made a we made a trip. We made two stops. We got a lot of takeout. The, the excursion was more fun than the food was delicious. I think I learned a lesson that chain restaurant food needs to be eaten immediately and it doesn't make for great takeout, Um, but it was still fun. And I mean, Chili's chips and salsa like always deliver. So like that was great. Yeah. And what the hell else do we have to do on a Tuesday night in 2020? Yeah, that's very true. We thought it was hilarious. We were like laughing so hard. It was nice to be in a car. So no regrets. I was home last night making dinner and I was just watching this all unfold
1: from Instagram. And like, it was one of those situations where you were posting slowly and I just like kept waiting for another one to come up. (laughs) Um, I was like, what'll happen next? What are they doing now? What are they eating now? Um, I'm still not really seeing people. So I like I've I've seen people outside, like from like 10 feet away. Like my friend Natalie, I like visited her and she was like up on the balcony and we talked from me down on the ground. But like I'm kind of bored. Like I'm just walking a lot and watching Instagram stories. <laughs> so you're very caught up. Wait, yes. what's your high? Well, my high is just being here. Um, and I think the high is really the quiet. Um it's just really nice to have I feel like I have like room to breathe. Like, this doesn't really impact me yet because, again, we're all going to get tested separately on Friday, um, and then we'll have, like, a few days but to get the results. But I am basically neighbors with my sister and my friend Natalie, so it's really cool. And Becca and Natalie live literally one block away from each other. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. So I'm, like, a 10-minute walk from them, and then they're, like, a a one-minute walk from each other. And then once we all get tested, Becca... And um is gonna bring Zoe to play with Natalie's boys. And I just like can't wait to see them play together. So it's just being so close to my sister and my friend. Um and my parents did come over in my backyard. Like we all sat <laughs> like 12 feet apart, um, and just like caught up in things. And it was like just to see their faces, that was so wonderful. It's like, oh, you're real. Um, so it's just been really nice. Oh, it's good. been so I just feel really calm and I just love it here, um, and and also sunshine. Sunshine is such a big thing.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna need to get back on my plans to sabotage your trip. I feel like this is not gonna go well for me.
1: Honestly, like the other part of my walks is that whenever I see a for 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 sale sign, I then um snap a picture of it and then go back to my desk to to look up the price and I will tell you there is no moving happening anytime soon because I can't afford any of the places that I've that I've walked by and like but it's a really fun game that is a fun game yeah yeah so I don't know it's just it's just I feel I feel happy and I just feel like I can breathe that's great and I really I mean we've had a lot of happy moments together and with with our, um, Alex but it's nice to just feel like you can breathe again yeah if, if that, that makes any sense. Um. What's your high?
0: So my high, I have two highs. So outside of our chain restaurant road trip that we took last night, we went on a more proper road trip this weekend. And I was saying last episode, I haven't been, I haven't left New York City since March. And I was counting, I actually don't even think I've left New York City since January because I didn't travel in January and February because I had been traveling so heavily in Q4 of 2019 that I was like, oh, I'm excited to, like, stay here and, you know, nest. And then, you know, that really really took on a new meaning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, Rachel uh, likes driving. She just moved here from L.A., so it was, like, a seasoned driver. So we rented a car just for the afternoon on Saturday, and we went to this very cute restaurant on... I don't even know if it's technically considered the Hudson Valley yet. Like we went up to Hastings on Hudson. So it's literally right past Yonkers. Like it's not far. It's like just basically like, right above the Bronx. And we went to this really cute outdoor restaurant and they had this really cute garden that overlooked the river. Um, and then we went and found a farm that had um, apple cider and apple cider donuts. And they also had chickens. And then we went to a couple little towns and we just like – walked around outside downtown, but it was just so nice to, to get out of the city and to change my scenery because I feel like I've been stuck here for so long. So that was great. Um, and then tomorrow's Thanksgiving and I'm so excited. Uh, Rachel and I are just doing a two person Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and we've really like honed in our menu. I feel like over the years we've spent Thanksgiving together a couple times. So we have some like greatest hits, um, and I'm super excited because stuffing is my like favorite food. Really, I hate stuffing. That's funny.
1: Maybe I've this just podcast had is stuff. over. I need this to is like. I need to think about this. How did I not know this, this about you?
0: Like you, That's, oh, you don't like stuffing? No, it's so dry. No, not my stuffing. I don't I bet like you make good stuff. I don't make box stuffing. I make like stuffing from scratch. Like even the stuffing at my dad's restaurant, I didn't like. Um, oh, great. So, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Mashed
1: potatoes and Brussels sprouts. Okay. Yeah, no, those are good. Those are my two faves. And I just like soak everything with gravy because we've been over this before, but turkey is – No, gravy. Ew.
0: I love gravy. No. Uh, Wow. Oh, and popovers. I love popovers. Oh, yeah. Popovers are great. I'm glad we're not spending Thanksgiving Taylor. We apparently have very different interests. Stuffing is ew. (laughs) Oh, I love stuffing. I'm also not compromising and I'm making the full-size – family recipe for stuffing just so that I can have so many stuffing leftovers. Oh, that's so fun. What about lows before we get into our we didn't even say what the topic is. We're gonna talk about holiday stuff.
1: Yeah, holiday stuff and small businesses. Yeah. So my low, I don't really have a low. There's no lows in Charleston. Um my low is that I miss you and I miss Aww. Alex. And if I'm being honest, I miss Duncan. I found a really cute coffee shop that like feels safe. Like I can order the coffee outside and like and get it. But it's not the same I um I miss Duncan. you're so funny what
0: that just your attachment to Duncan that that's your low.
1: I don't have a real low. we we always say a high and a low and I don't have a real one besides missing you guys. but I was thinking today as I got there's this coffee place and they do a um an iced coffee with chocolate milk.
0: I saw that on your story that
1: sounds so good. So you get like a slight flavor of chocolate but not like it's not sweet yeah um. It's perfect. It's the perfect drink. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, but I was like, mm, this is good, but I do miss Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm supporting like a small, um, a small little like it's it's a cute little like mom and pop shop. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I have no real lows. I'm happy.
0: Um, Milo um, is a little more serious. So my aunt has COVID right now, um, which is just really scary. It's not she works in a hospital, so it's not completely surprising. It's, like, not a mystery where she got it. Yeah. Um. But she's in sick for six days now, and she doesn't have any terribly concerning symptoms. Like, right now, it's just, like, a very severe flu. So, okay. you know, it's, it's just, like, it sucks to be sick, but, you know, not to the point – she's not sick to the point where she needs to be hospitalized or anything. Yeah. So, which is very scary, and it's very real. Like, I am lucky in that I don't know many people who have had COVID, or if they have. Everyone I know who's had it has like recovered quickly, and ha- or have been asymptomatic. So um, it's just very scary. I know. I feel the same. I'm. I feel really nervous for your aunt because she's all alone. Yeah, and also sucks to be sick over the holidays. Yeah. So I'm checking in on her every day, but I think I'm annoying her, which is really funny. It's like a role reversal. Like, I how feel are you? Like
1: how are you? I feel that way about my own parents, not in that they're sick, but that I'm being so careful with them. And they're like, give me give me a hug. Like, oh, you can come inside our house. I'm like, no, actually, I can't like leave the thing that like my mom had to give me the samples of my pajamas that I d- did with Nightire. And um, I'm like, leave them over there. Like, I'll just come grab them. And she baked me cookies and brought me a book. Oh, that's cute. That's another high. It's just like moms are the best. But I feel like I'm like micromanaging my parents. And I don't know. That's
0: nerve-wracking too. So before we get into the topic at hand, uh, we want to take a quick sponsor break. So by now, you know, we are completely obsessed with the brand Knight. And if you haven't heard of Night, I don't know what you've been doing. Um, clearly not listening to this podcast. But their brand started with the famous Night Pillow. So the pillow is completely life changing. I'm I'm not exaggerating here. So it's a memory foam pillow, which is super comfortable and um, supportive for your neck. But then it also has a silk pillowcase, which has great benefits for your skin and your hair. So I've been using the night pillow for gosh, I guess almost two years now since they first became a sponsor. And I was Grace loved it, but I was really skeptical about it. I like didn't think that it would do anything for me. I was wrong. Yeah, it is
1: the best pillow. I will tell you. Speaking of parents and pa- parents doing cute things, my mom is letting me have her night pillow for while I'm here because I'm such a bad sleeper and I like legitimately need it. Um, so I have my mom's night pillow right now in my little Charleston house, and I'm so glad I have it because I cannot sleep without it. This pillow has really changed the game for me, and that it just makes it's so much easier for me to sleep. One thing that's really interesting to know is Knight is a beauty textiles company. So you might be like, what are beauty textiles? The thing you need to know here is that Knight really focuses on products that interact with your skin and your hair. Um, So all of their silk products have major beauty benefits. So think of a pillowcase that extends a blowout or a face mask that helps to prevent maskne.
0: And with the holidays right around the corner, I think there are so many people on your gifting list who would love something from Knight. So a couple of my favorite giftable items. First of all, they have this new Zodiac mask. So it's an eye mask for sleeping. And it is so cute. I have a Virgo one. It's navy blue. And then it has silver embroidery on it with my star sign with the constellation. And it says Virgo. Um, And I think this would be such a cute gift for like a sister, a best friend, like Somebody that you want to treat to a little luxury. And I mean, I know we're not traveling right now, but it would also be great for traveling, for wearing on a plane if you know somebody who does a lot of business travel in their non-COVID life. Um, And then the other thing that I'm really obsessed with from them is their face mask. So we got their face mask at the beginning of quarantine. I'm now up to having four. It's pretty much the only one I use. And it's so comfortable and breathable, um, but it's also pretty cute. And, you know, since we're in it for the long haul here, I feel like having a cute face mask and one that feels good on your skin is like a nice little luxury to treat yourself to or somebody on your list who might love it too. Yeah. I think that if I was going to list out my gift picks, it would be everything you said, but I'm also a big fan of the scrunchies.
1: I just think that they really help to preserve a blowout. And they're also just really cute. I'm
0: also, i never without a scrunchie.
1: Same. I also really love their – we talk so much about the – fabric face masks for quarantine, but I'm also obsessed with their um, sheet mask. It's a silk sheet mask and it actually has gold particles in it. And when you take it off, it's like you have an Instagram filter on. It just makes you like glow like a radiant angel and it also like just firms up and tightens everything so it's really good i would say before a big a big night but like maybe before a big zoom call they just have so many good gifts
0: and if you're looking for the big gift for somebody who is hard to gift like maybe say your mom your mother-in-law maybe your partner the night pillow the original night pillow is such a good gift. It's a little bit pricey, but they have such an amazing return policy. So you can try it for a hundred nights. And if you don't love it, they will take it back, no questions asked. So it's a pretty safe bet, too. But you know, we've heard from a lot of listeners who bought their partner the night pillows so that they could also use it as an excuse to buy one for themselves too.
1: Yeah, because you can get a two pack. My my good friend Taylor just bought the two pack for her and her husband. But I also want to stress that night is a small female owned business. You know, it's just nice knowing that your your money is going to good people. Um so if you want to try night, um you can use our code. You'll t- be able to take twenty percent off Everything at discovernight.com um, with our code BOP20. So, again, that is 20% off at discovernight.com with code BOP20. And I can't recommend it enough.
0: Yeah. And if you are buying something as a gift, maybe throw in something for yourself too. Yeah. Treat yourself. So, let's talk about holiday things. Let's so, the do it. theme of this episode is holidays. We have had so many requests for a holiday episode. And I can't believe after three December's, we've never done a holiday episode yet.
1: I know. Um
0: what are your favorite holiday traditions? Well, let's see. I don't know that I have any long-living holiday traditions that are still on. So when I was a kid, we we always used to host Christmas at our house, and I'm the youngest of my cousins. So I was like, you know, v- more into Christmas while they were like getting into high school and and things like that. So I loved having like, you know, our whole family over for Christmas. My mom would make ham and we would have like a big like potluck style dinner. And then, you know, after my mom died and our our family, you know, was much smaller and we moved out of state, we always used to do, I, I remember Christmas Eve dinner being really big. So my uncle is Italian or was Italian and they do a big like seafood fa- feast on Christmas Eve. So we always used to do like a big seafood dinner and I really love seafood. So that was like always my favorite. Oh yeah, But yeah, we became like restaurant Christmas people, which is kind of a mixed bag. We would always go somewhere really delicious, but it didn't have the same vibe. But I would say like my holiday traditions that live on, we'll talk about in the next bucket, but like are watching Christmas movies. And, like, doing holiday things around the holidays, but, like, not necessarily on Christmas itself. I don't know. What about you? What does your family do for Christmas?
1: I think that the bulk of our traditions were really tied to when they owned the restaurant my parents used to own a restaurant called the red pheasant on Cape Cod every Christmas Eve my parents had to work and when I was in high school and growing up I also worked but the traditions kind of we fin- we'd all finish work and go out and hang out in the restaurant and my um my grandfather makes the most amazing eggnog he's not around anymore but my dad still makes the recipe every year um and it is so boozy and so thick like you need to eat it with a spoon like you can't just like sit there you can't drink it it. like it's like more like a dessert and it's so good but it will give you a nasty hangover the next day and we would just like hang out around the fire and drink eggnog and wine and catch up and hang out with some of the like old like the old-timer customers that had been going into the restaurant for a long time but they have now sold the restaurant so nobody works christmas eve anymore so now christmas eve is kind of just nice family time like we'll either go out or cook a really nice dinner i'm sure it'll be cooking something nice inside at home this year and then christmas morning is always a big tradition too we um we always watch it's a wonderful life together my mom even though we're like all in our 30s she always makes us really cute stockings and like fills them up with cute little things um i always get a clementine in the toe of my stocking which is really cute um, My dad always makes his rack of lamb, which is, like, one of my all-time favorite, favorite meals. It's so good. It was one of the specialties when they had the restaurant. So it's nice when he cooks things that they used to sell at the restaurant because those, are, those tend to be my favorite things.
0: And now you have kids in your family, too. Have you, like, started any new traditions with Zoe and Jack and Will? So last year
1: – I'm trying to think. Last year, Becca, Steve, Zoe, and me – all went to Charleston for Christmas and we stayed at my parents' house. Um, And Zoe was just a tiny baby, so there was no traditions. Now Zoe is two, so I think we're going to have to start some. And I really hope that at some point Meredith and Justin and their two boys come too. But what I was thinking about today is that this is the first Christmas ever where we're not all staying in the same house. So – it's going to be interesting to me to see how we spend Christmas morning. Like, will we just like get up and like drive to their house on John's Island so that we can watch movies together? I think that's what we'll do. But it'll be weird not waking up in the same house because I've just stayed with them every Christmas for as long as I can remember. Like since I- since not living there.
0: Yeah. Are your parents going to do a tree this year? Yes. Oh, okay. so this was another
1: thing. My mom's like, on Friday, I want to um go get a tree. Do you want to come? And I was like can't like, cause Friday we're all getting COVID tests, but you don't get the results until a few days later. So I don't want to be inside decorating the tree, which I think she thinks I'm just being lazy and don't want to help. But I was like, if we just wait till we get the results, like I'd feel better. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we are doing a tree. And my mom actually told me she made me a small tree for my little house. Oh my gosh. Pine- how cute. Out of pine cones. Um, which is so cute. I, I, I guess I assume I'll pick it up tomorrow on Thanksgiving, when I go to their house, we're having it in their yard, like spread out because it's going to be like 75. So the weather is really saving us and letting us do that.
0: Cute. You usually do a tree though in Brooklyn, right?
1: Yes, I do. I do. I didn't, did I do one last year? I think, I think I skipped last year because I was in Charleston for, I I went to Charleston for like two and a half weeks for Christmas. And so I, I didn't do a tree last year, but usually I do, I do get a tree. I have, um, like a slew of like old ornaments that have been in my family like passed down to me from like my grandparents. So I love putting those out. It's just like re- really fun and sentimental.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. I was going to put up my tree the weekend before Thanksgiving, but sheer laziness stopped me. So I'm going to put mine up this coming weekend, which is the weekend after Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. I'm a I'm a fake tree person though. I I mean, I love the smell of a Christmas tree, but I cannot stand the pine needles. I can't do it. It drives it's me a- nuts. So I have a fake tree that's probably like six feet tall. Um and another uncontroversial opinion slash preference is I do a rainbow light tree.
1: I love that. I um I do a real tree. But I do white lights, but I have such a rainbow of ornaments that I feel like the white lights kind of
0: balance that out a little. But I feel like rainbow lights are really happy. Yeah, no, mine is like a more is more tree. I have all sorts of like weird ornaments. I actually have a ton of ornaments. So when when I was in high school – In our town, there was like a Christmas store. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like all year round. Like the only stuff they sold was Christmas trees, Christmas ornaments, Christmas decorations. And like, I think my aunt was their number one customer. Like she was obsessed with it and she loves decorating for Christmas. So I remember when I, I guess I must have been in college. The first time that I was like away from home and putting up a Christmas tree, I remember over Thanksgiving, we went to this Christmas store, which I don't think exists anymore. She bought me tons and tons of ornaments and like really pretty and like nice ornaments to like start my Christmas ornament collection. So I've had a lot of my Christmas ornaments like my whole adult life and I just kind of like collect weirdo ones. Like I have a lot of flamingo ones. My aunt gifts me a lot and I always get like ballerina ones or things like that because I used to dance when I was a kid. Um, But I have a ton of like weird Christmas ornaments. I just, my obsession this week is I just bought some more. But um, yeah, I like like a weird tree. Okay. I definitely have color preferences. Like, I don't like blue ornaments. Like, I I don't go like. What's wrong with blue ornaments? I don't know. I like I like things in like the red, green, gold, silver family, or like hot pink or something. I don't like blue ornaments.
1: Is there any blue light in your rainbow lights?
0: Yeah, there is.
1: Okay, that w- feels that feels silly to me. It feels I like feel an like-
0: arbitrary rule, but like I'm I would not <laughs> buy a, a a solely blue ornament.
1: Okay. I mean, I can't think of a blue thing that I would need to have on my tree, but I just feel like if I saw a cute blue ornament, I wouldn't be opposed.
0: My tree, my rules. Yeah. You you make your own rules. Do you decorate other places in your house or do you just do the tree? I just do a tree usually. My mom collects
1: Santa Clauses and she was so cute. She was like, I just feel like, you know, if you're not getting a tree this year, maybe you could borrow some of my Santa Clauses. And I was just like, you know, the cat is like, it's a very small cottage and there's not a lot of like surfaces to stick things. I was like, the cat is like getting on every surface. Like, I don't think we need to maybe ruin one of your
0: like beautiful China Santa Clauses. But I thought that was such a nice offer. That's so cute. When I was Um, in high school, I had a collection of like Christmas, like not a Christmas village, but like Christmas figurines, I guess, from um, one of my favorite Christmas movies is um, Rudolph and the Island of the Misfit Toys. The, like, oh, that's a good one, claymation Rudolph one. And mm-hmm. so it was all from that movie. And um, I don't have it; it's at my aunt's house. But um, it always like she sets it up in my bedroom when I go home for Christmas, and it like always makes me so happy to see it, like so nostalgic. I love that. Yeah, I had Christmas
1: plates, and I don't know what I did with them. They were mm. really cute. They just had like a Christmas tree on them.
0: I don't have room for that kind of thing yeah. to have like specialty Christmas plates and like serving dishes and things like that.
1: I think mine are in my basement somewhere. My other main decoration I'm showing you right now is the Fraser fir candle. It oh, yeah. I mean, so I good. love a Christmas
0: candle. Yeah. I, I used to have this incense thing from Pier One, and I don't know if they still make it, but it was like an incense diffuser stick. Ooh. So it was like the stick in oil and then it like diffused it through through the room. Yeah. And I, I should a- I should see if I can find it because it was the most realistic. Christmas tree smell and it made my whole apartment smell so good. So it was like basically the same as like having a real tree, but without the pine needles.
1: Love it. Yeah. Um, What about holiday movies? We were talking about that. We have the same exact top three holiday movies, which makes me happy because I feel like our tastes can kind of differ on Christmas movies.
0: Well, I feel like I have like my classic ones and then I have like my trash ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I like Christmas content. My aunt also, like, she watches um, Hallmark movies, like, all year round. So yeah, I'll watch – like, I feel like when I go home for Christmas, like, I'll watch anything. Like, I'll watch any of the Christmas movies. But I feel like my – like, my I have my classic favorites that I, like, need to watch every year. But then, you know, I'll watch any of them on Netflix or Hallmark or whatever. They don't become, yeah. like, destination viewing where I need to see them year over year. But, like, I enjoy them. Yeah. So, I mean – my number one favorite and i think they're listed in order so i think that it's your number one favorite too my number one favorite is elf it makes me so happy i could quote
1: elf all day long like i remember i was like talking to a boy this was a while ago and we were just quoting back and forth elf quotes and i was like i'm in love
0: i like, love elf can,
1: like quote quote buddy the elf to me any day long
0: it just makes me so happy it's just like such a pure happy movie
1: i completely agree i don't know though i I can't decide. I feel like I'm really tied evenly across our three favorites, and our other two
0: favorites are Love Actually and The Holiday. So, and I feel like Elf is like my on Christmas Day. I have to watch Elf. Okay. Um, I feel like Love Actually and The Holiday are like slightly below. It's like in a in a lower tier for me, but still my okay. top three.
1: So I don't really get to watch Elf on. Christmas Day because my family likes to watch the black and white older movies. So we just tend to watch It's a Wonderful Life and um what's the other one? Miracle on thirty fourth Street. And then there's one other that we really like. I can't remember what it is. But I remember always being like, Can we watch Elf? And my dad being like, No, that's not our tradition. We watch the old movies. So I think for us, Elf is more of a Christmas Eve movie. Because my mm-hmm. family likes Elf too. Yeah. But I'm just realizing that I haven't watched any of these. And I own all three on iTunes. My com- my um TV here doesn't seem to work. So I- maybe I'll be just watching it on my computer.
0: I haven't watched the- any of these this year yet either. I have watched a bunch of the Netflix ones. And I did watch Last Holiday with Queen Latifah, which is a great movie Um, if you haven't seen it. But I have not watched any of like the classics. Like I feel like I'm saving them for December. Yeah. Wait, which is your favorite couple in love, actually?
1: Oh, that is a great question. I really feel um a kinship with Colin Firth's character and the um the housekeeper. Oh funny. Yeah. I just felt like Colin Firth was so badly burned and that was wonderful. I also did like the whole romance between Hugh Grant and the um the and his like secretary, I guess. That's my favorite is the prime minister. Yeah. Um now I'm like thinking about it. I love them all. I do too. I mean, I But Hugh Grant dancing, like that was just I don't know. It was amazing.
0: I can't handle that. It makes me so sad. Emma Thompson and her husband, that one.
1: Um, Um, And also
0: Laura Linney and Carl, like in some alternate universe, like I hope Laura Linney and Carl are together. I agree. I agree so much that
1: there was like it was there's so much happiness in that movie, but there's also so much heartbreak.
0: Yeah. And then The Holiday, I feel like is a Christmas movie, but I also feel like that's kind of an all year round movie. Like I definitely watched it over the summer at some point.
1: I watched it, like, no fewer than five times during quarantine.
0: Like, it's not so Christmassy, you know? Yeah.
1: That I feel yeah, like I it's, agree. like,
0: just a movie, too. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. But then I also brought my – to the table, I also brought my favorite bad Christmas movies. Not bad Christmas movies, but, like, let's call them the non-classics. Yeah. Okay. So have you seen all three of these? Um. No. Okay, so the first one is The Christmas Contract. And this is a lifetime movie from, gosh, I think it was like two years ago. And so this one is with Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill and then Robert Buckley, who was also in One Tree Hill. It's like a One Tree Hill reunion, but it's so cute. It's like, it's about a woman who goes home for Christmas and she brings a fake boyfriend with her to basically like show up her ex-boyfriend and um, they live in this small town in Louisiana and they have like this like huge Christmas festival that her dad runs. And it's like, it's very cute and magical. I feel like you talk about this all the
1: time and I haven't seen this one yet. I'm going to make sure I watch it this season.
0: It's really good. Like of the Hallmark variety, like I would say this one is like way up there. Like it's really good. Okay. And then I also love, have you seen, you've seen A Christmas Inheritance, right? This was a Netflix um, one from a couple of years ago, the one with Jake Lacey. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I love this one. This one I, I need to rewatch this year too. I didn't watch it last year. I don't think.
1: It's I love Jake Lacy, but I didn't like this one. Oh,
0: I loved this one, and I thought it was like kind of a fun, a fun plotline that I hadn't seen before because it's a woman who she's like kind of a party heiress, like <laughs> kind of like a Paris Hiltony type, whose dad owns like a greeting card or, like, Christmas wrapping empire. Party heiress, but make it Hellmark. So, like, there's no kissing
1: or partying. Like, she's just, like, drunk off one glass of champagne.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Um, But she gets sent to her father's hometown. I can't remember what the reason is, but she has to, like, I don't know. She has to do something there in order to inherit his money.
1: There's, like, some quest –
0: this one, I thought this one was really fun and cute, and I love Jake Lacey.
1: I love Jake Lacey, but don't love this movie.
0: Oh, I do. And then I also love A Christmas Prince. Like, I feel like this was the Netflix movie that, like, really started the Christmas movie genre. Like, do you remember what a big deal it was when A Christmas Prince came out a few years ago? Yes,
1: because Netflix was really funny on t- their Twitter, and they were like – I don't remember what they said, but they were like, somebody's watched this, like – 400 times who hurt you and then all these people got mad because people thought that like Netflix was like doing privacy violations but really they were just trying to be funny
0: yeah but I feel like before that Christmas movies were like poo-pooed as being too cheesy or not like cool like it was like oh yeah like grandmas watch Hallmark movies and me um but I feel like this was the first Christmas movie that like crossed over it was like everyone watched it
1: this was for me like one of the first times I watched a, a Christmas movie. And
0: look at you now. This I year know, I think oh, I'm yeah. getting into Christmas books too.
1: Well, please tell the people what they can – because I was just doing my DMs and I got a bunch of notes being like, I really liked In a Holiday is by Christina Lauren. What are your other favorite Christmas books? And I'm like, you're, you're asking the wrong girl, but I'll find out from Becca.
0: Yeah, I feel like my – I mean, my all-time top Christmas book is One Day in December, which was our book club pick from last year. That was my only other recommendation. And I mean, love that if book. If you haven't read that one, that one's so good. There's also another one that came out, I think, last year called We Met in December. And that one's good, but it's not as good as One Day in December. And then um, I just read tw- The Twelve Dates of Christmas. and Yeah, how was that? It was cute. It was cute. I mean, it was very saccharine and, like, somewhat predictable, but it was, like, well-written. It was cute. I yeah. enjoyed it. Okay. Um, so that one's, like a little more yeah that's on the hallmarky side you know so that one was really cute i just finished that one and i have i think i have one more in my pile called christmas at the island hotel and it's unclear if i'm gonna get to that one okay but yeah i feel like there's something comforting this year that i'm like reaching for christmas books in addition to movies nice wait which of the christmas movies have you watched so far this year the new ones we talked about The Holiday a few episodes ago. We both saw that one.
1: Yeah, I watched The Holiday, um, not with you, but on my own. And I actually loved it, probably because it wasn't really a Christmas movie. It was more of a um,
0: like a year-round movie. I thought it was – I mean, it was dumb, but it was so cute. You know what I loved that we watched the other night? We watched the Princess Switch 2. These are the only two Switched movies again. I've watched. No, you've watched I, more of them. I was looking at your Netflix, and you'd started a bunch of them. You liar.
1: No, but I had them on as background noise. I didn't actually watch them.
0: You and Rachel got in a fight about that guy. Which guy? The guy that you thought was so hot.
1: Oh, yeah. What one was that in?
0: That was... I did
1: I did watch that one. Christmas with a Prince? Christmas with a Prince. I forgot. I did watch that one. The guy in Christmas with a Prince, he's a prince. Is so hot, and Rachel is like, "No, he's gay." I'm like, "Well, he's she." Her he main is.
0: issue was how much plastic surgery he had had. Whatever,
1: he looks great. Um,
0: do, I haven't watched that one yet. I put it wait, on for think five. He's had, what plastic surgery has he had? Like on his face? No, he just has really good bone structure. I don't know. I I I don't I don't know the I truth. For, I forgot that I watched that one. Yeah, Christmas with a Prince. Um, but we watched The Princess Switch the other night, the sequel to the Vanessa Hudgens movie where she was – there were two Vanessa Hudgens and now there's three Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, there's an evil blonde Vanessa Hudgens. I loved this one. I thought this one was like so hilarious and campy and like it isn't as much a Christmas movie. I feel like it's just like so cheesy that they're like the only time that people will be able to tolerate this is if we put Christmas in the background to make it like kind of a Christmas movie. But I thought that one was so fun. I.
1: I was medium on it. What I did love was when the Christmas Prince people
0: were in the end. Oh my god, I loved it. What a good Easter egg. Do you know yeah. what Rachel and I tried to watch last night and had to turn off after like 10 minutes? What? Um, so there's a Dolly Parton Christmas movie called Christmas on the Square and Rachel loves Dolly Parton, so she was really excited and we put it on last night and it's a musical. Oh no. It was so it was like too cheesy. We couldn't do it. Oh, no. We had to turn it off after 10 minutes. I'm really excited for um, the Kristen Stewart holiday movie. I think that one's going to be really good with Dan yeah. Levy, and it has such a good cast. I've been a little disappointed with some of the Netflix ones so far, but maybe they're saving the better ones for, like, actually in December. Because I watched Midnight, Midnight at the Magnolia and Operation Christmas Drop, and they were both awful. So I had Midnight and
1: Magnolia at, um, on as my background noise, and I
0: had to take it off. I know. It was really bad. It was – I didn't actually think the story was that bad. It was just, like, really poorly acted in a way that was, like, unwatchable. Yeah, it wasn't great. I did watch the whole thing. Yeah, I did not, but maybe I will if I get really bored. I mean, I feel like they are kind of like um, – it's kind of like Candy, where you're like – even bad candy is still pretty good.
1: Yeah. And I like to do it as I'm like making a collage or like working on graphics for my blog. Like anything that's like, like doesn't require a lot of thought because I can listen and do and do a movie in the background. Yeah. But I don't want to give it my full attention.
0: Yeah. Um, Are you going to miss being in New York this Christmas?
1: I am. But I do think Charleston has its own little like version of charm and I have to tell you like I really like being warm I, I I didn't pack for this or appreciate how warm it is like it's in the 60s and 70s every day and you don't need a coat so
0: well I was using that- this as a segue to ask you about your favorite parts of the holidays in New York so maybe oh. if you could stop rubbing it in a little bit
1: <laughs> I'm sorry um I'm just still in shock of how warm it is here, and I will stop gloating about I'm not. I don't even mean to, be glo- to gloat. I'm still I'm just kidding, shocked. I'm kidding. But wait, what are your favorite parts about the holidays in New York? Okay. So I love going to see something holiday-y, like um, the Rockettes or the Nutcracker or the ballet or even um, something at the Philharmonic. Like they sometimes do like Christmas series concerts. hmm I love, um, you had written this down, walking down the sidewalks and they're
0: selling the Christmas trees and you just get like that whiff of pine smell. Oh, my God. The pop-up Christmas tree markets is like, oh, I mean, first of all, they're so cute, but just like the smell, the experience, like especially if it's like lightly snowing, it just feels so magical
1: yeah and doing the department store windows before I left, I was getting really sentimental about leaving, and I walked all the way around Midtown and stuff, and like the Cartier store was all done up in a bow and I love how, um like Fifth Avenue and Madison Avenue, they just really make the city look really special.
0: yeah, going uptown during Christmas is like so fun and and like, you feel like you're oh. in a movie.
1: Yeah, and Rockefeller Center and going skating there. I remember I was dating someone a couple years ago and we went ice skating under the tree and it was like the most romantic thing. It was
0: really fun. Oh, I don't have the, um, I don't have the patience to wait in line for that. Um, you know what I do love though? Have you ever been to Rolf's? Yes, obviously the Christmas bar. It, it's making oh. some of these are making me a little sad because I don't exist this year. There's this bar and it's in Gramercy Park and. Um, It is – all year round, it's a German restaurant that is fully decorated for Christmas. Like, there is not a square inch of ceiling or column or wall that is not a Christmas ornament. Like, you can look it up online. It's insane. It's also – there's all these creepy dolls. Like, there's, like, creepy, like, weird ornaments, too. It is – I love it there. I love it there. It's so fun and festive. Um, There's –
1: Oh, there's also a bar three doors down from it that's kind of like a low rent in Rolf's. And so if you can't get into Rolf's, like that's a good good one to do too. But again, I don't think these things exist this
0: year. So yeah, I don't think there's like an outdoor dining equivalent. Yeah. Do you know what I am going to do this year that I've never done before is I'm going to go to Diker Heights. Rachel and I were talking about going out there. I've never been.
1: It's so fun. I went on a date with a guy I really liked that ended up ghosting me. So now I have a bad association with it.
0: I love Diker Heights. It's the best. I I mean, I love looking at Christmas lights. So this is a neighborhood in Brooklyn. um, And if you watch Dash and Lily, um, they go in one of the episodes to Diker Heights. But it's this neighborhood that is like over the top and known for their Christmas lights in New York. So I'm very excited about that.
1: It is so fun. It's so wild. Like they go all out. Like their electric bills must be like thousands of dollars. But I'm really happy they do that so that people like you and I can go wander through their neighborhood and just it it
0: was like one of those moments where I just felt like pure joy being there. Rachel was saying that she wanted to go find a town that was really intense about it. So she I was like, okay, I'll ask Grace's Aunt Jean if she knows anywhere in like Connecticut or in like in like um oh did she have Westchester County. I haven't asked her yet. But uh-huh. I was like I'll ask her if she knows anywhere up by there that has like really intense Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. It is making me a little sad that New York is going to be so different this holiday. I know, and it m- makes me my sad. one of my favorite traditions is I love going to the Nutcracker at the New York City Ballet, and it's I mean it's so it's so incredible. Like they're so so talented. I like it's both a fun Christmas experience, but it's also just like such an amazing experience to watch the dancers.
1: Yeah. It really is. They're so talented. Yeah, I feel the same way about the Rockettes. Like my family, I've never been fun- to the Rockettes. Oh, we should go some year because my family makes fun of me for being. I'm so they think of this as a trash person thing, but like they do not like the Rockettes, and I love them. I think it's so fun. I'll
0: definitely go with you. I think there's nothing more fun than like going uptown and like going to like one of the really fancy hotel bars, which I mean, mm-hmm. obviously not this year. Um, and then like you know going to you know, having a Christmas day. Like I would love to have a Christmas day out next year. Yeah, that would be
1: fun. We were joking about this with on my family group text because my cousin Sarah was like, we were talking about how we were all gonna go one year and then it, it fell through. But we were talking about how much Zoe would love the Rockettes and how it's something my sister would never go to. So I'll be in charge of taking Zoe and then we'll meet the rest of the family for like tea
0: somewhere. Oh, that's a fun tradition you could have with her.
1: Yeah, I'm re- I really want that to be our
0: tradition when she gets older. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any foods that are like holiday foods Free that you only eat this time of year?
1: Well, it's not something I only eat this time of year, but I always think of two things. The a clementine, like because I always eat one on cl- Christmas morning because it's always in my stocking. And also those little chocolate gold coins. Oh, gelt? I, my mom was. Gives us those. I don't know. You can get them – like, everyone sells them. Like, Trader Joe's has them and other places. It's like a holiday thing. They're like chocolate coins in, like, gold wrappers, and they look like money. Yeah, those are like Hanukkah. It's it's called gelt. Oh. Well, we always get those in our stocking. Oh, cute. Um, And then eggnog,
0: obviously, like – I am but, really surprised that you're an eggnog person, given some of your food proclivities.
1: Well, it's like eating – this is an eggnog that my dad makes. It's not regular eggnog. It's like eating whipped cream or ice cream. Yeah, but I feel like you're it. I feel like you're weird about some dairy things. Well, dairy generally gives me a stomachache. Like I'm probably lactose intolerant, but I eat it anyway. <laughs> so it's surprising I to hear how much you like eggnog. Well, I have it once a year and I get a stomachache and then I'm fine.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Um, no judgment. It's just a surprise.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like mayonnaise. Like,
0: no, it's very different than mayonnaise, in
1: fact. Yeah. Mayonnaise is the one food that, like, really makes me feel disgusting or, or eggs. Um, but we're getting off topic. Um, (laughs) I think eggnog is wonderful. It does make me have an upset stomach, but I love it. So I have it once a year and I'm just like, well, I'm not going to feel great tomorrow but then I'm fine.
0: I feel like um, one thing that Christmas always reminds me of is – so when I was a kid, my mom always used to make chocolate-covered pretzels. Like she would get pretzel rods and that – you know, those chocolate discs that you melt, like they have the regular chocolate ones, but then also like they have the colored ones. And we would always make chocolate covered pretzels and we would give them as like gifts. She would give them to like her coworkers or Um, Or we would give them to, like, my classmates or things like that. And um, I remember doing it once when I was in college. I made chocolate-covered pretzels for a Christmas party that we had. But I was like, that might be something fun to do this year. I don't think I really have enough friends that I'm seeing IRL to, like, give them to. But
1: Maybe you could mail them.
0: I don't know how they would fare in the mail. I feel like they would would get crushed.
1: Yeah, that's true. I You know, I used to always make... Or get sent is um, peppermint bark. Oh, I love peppermint bark. Until you
0: said the melted chocolate. Um, You know what I want somebody to send me? What? That popcorn tin. That like, you know, like that tin where it's like cheese and butter and then caramel popcorn. I don't know. I I don't know who. I feel like we always had one when I was a kid. And I don't know who we were, where they were coming from. But there was like always one in the house when I was a kid. Well, now I know what to send you. Oh, my God. um, Please send me a popcorn tin. And, like, don't do a gourmet one. Do, like, the lowest rent one you can find because that's what I want. Okay.
1: I love the popcorn tin, too, but I will be honest. Whenever I get it, I don't eat anything but the cheese one.
0: (laughs) That's my least favorite. Oh, we're such a perfect pair in that regard. Yeah, Um, I'll save you some of the cheese one. I like to also mix them all together in a bowl. Oh, Like popcorn roulette.
1: I just like the cheese one. I think that the caramel one is just kind of – I just don't think that popcorn should be sweet.
0: Oh, I love caramel popcorn. I love that for me. I love it. Well, let's take another quick ad break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some of our favorite small businesses if you need um, ideas of where to get gifts from. Yes. So today's
1: episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers professional therapy online via chat,
0: video, or phone, so you can talk to a licensed counselor from the comfort of your couch. So I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a year. So we love that BetterHelp offers private, affordable online counseling when you need it without ever having to leave your house. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist.
1: They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in everything from depression, stress, and anxiety to relationships, trauma, family conflicts, LGBT matters,
0: grief, and self-esteem issues. I love this. I think this is so – this is like one of the most amazing parts of this service because I feel like the hardest part about starting therapy is how do you find a therapist and how do you know that you're finding a therapist who has relevant experience to – based on what you are looking to talk to somebody about. So I love that they match you based on your own needs and they have such a network of them as opposed to like needing to look in your insurance directory and just like cherry pick somebody or like go online and be like, therapist <laughs> Like I love that they have such a diverse network of experience in their, in their service. So you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours, and you can message them anytime and get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And best of all, it's more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available.
1: Yeah. And another thing I really like is how committed they are to making sure that you find a great match. So if you are paired with a counselor and let's say you actually don't like them or feel like it's a fit, you are free to change counselors if you need to. Um, And if you're skeptical, you should definitely read all of the testimonials on their site. There are so many just like thoughtful reviews there. And I think it's really clear that the patients are really happy with their experience and that they've helped so many people. It's just incredible.
0: And anything you share is always confidential, so we want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bad on paper. So join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bad on paper.
1: All right, so let's talk about some small businesses.
0: I feel like this is where you shine. You have such a list going here. I
1: don't even feel like my list is, like, my all-encompassing list because, I mean, my job, like, my actual job is my blog and a big part of that is just finding cool small businesses. So
0: this is, like, a small list. I was – I saw on Instagram last week. I think it was Erica from Of A Kind had posted something on her story where she was, like, okay, it's go time. Like, now it – like now we as a society need to rally around small businesses and support them this holiday season. So I'm definitely trying to be conscious of both where I purchase things for myself and then also trying to find gifts from small businesses instead of, you know, bigger retailers where I can. That said, I mean, I did the one thing I want for Christmas is a Le Creuset pan. So, you know,
1: I don't know. I think it's all about it's all about finding a balance like I'll shop on Amazon and things, but I also make such a point to all spend like at least 50 percent of my discretionary income on small businesses, too, because sometimes you just need the convenient, easy thing. But if you can find it at a small business, do that. Um, my first category was beauty. Um, I don't unsurprising. Have, unsurprising. I feel like this is a short list. It was just ones that quickly came to mind. I love Indie Lee. We had her as a guest on our podcast. I just think all of the products that they make are really, really nice and effective and affordable, and especially all of their baths, um, their scrubs. I actually just bought, I think it's her citrus coconut scrub because I realized how dry my skin is and everyone's wearing dresses and shorts down here. Um, I love Folane, which I know you love too. Um, I do. Tara, Tara Foley, the founder, has become a friend of ours, and they have their own like private label collection now, which I love. Um, a discovery this year is Kler, K L U R, and that is a small black owned brand. They have their, um, orange, their body oil. It's like an orange blossom Neroli fragrance with a little bit of rose. I want to say is one of my like all time favorite, favorite things and like such a great gift to give someone. I also always say the love scrub, which is this amazing, um, like African washcloth. Um, it feels really silky when you hold it in your hand, but then when you go to lather up your body wash, it just like really exfoliates the skin and feels so good. And then the last one is this um nail oil, which we might have talked about either on Caroline's podcast or on our own, but it's from a brand called Woomy Beauty, and they're another small black-owned brand. And um I put just a little drop of their oil on my nails every night before bed, and it really makes a difference. Like they just look so much healthier.
0: I don't have any beauty ones. I feel like um, my, I feel like quarantine has made me a minimalist when it comes to any products or or beauty stuff. So yeah. that's not what I'm gifting this year. I feel like all of yeah. mine are more like random. I don't know, non-beauty things. What's your next category? Um, the next one isn't
1: really a category. This is a girl I went to high to high school with. Um, it's called Cece Dupraz, and it's spelled C-E-C-E-D-U-P-R-A-Z. I've talked about her masks before. They're very cute. But she has an embroidery kit this year, which I love. I recommended it as one of my gift ideas. Um, we also so a just, kit where I embroider things? Yes. Oh. But she also does, like, a ton of embroidery. So, like, besides the kit that she sells, she has, like, a, all these machines that can do, like, amazing monograms to, like, canvas totes and... Tea towels and pillows and, like, the whole thing. So her her site is really cool. So you can do it yourself or she can monogram it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about food things? Oh, I just discovered a company called Trufflin. T-R-U-F-L-I-N. They sent me their hot sauce with truffles in it. And you know Ooh. I'm not really a, a big hot sauce person, but I love, like, to put it on an English muffin with cheese.
0: Yeah, It just really, really scratches an itch. In that vein, so I got this as a gift and I thought this was so fun. So Rachel got me um, these uh, crushed chili peppers. So it's like the, I, I, you know, like crushed red pepper, Um, but they're like gourmet ones from this company called the Flatiron Pepper Company. And it's a small business and there were three. So one of them is just like a traditional crushed red pepper, but it's like very spicy. Like I think it has ghost pepper in it. Then there was a green one with, like, green chilies in it. And then there was a smoked one. Um, And it's, like, such a fun gift. I don't – they're not very expensive, but I feel like this would be such a good gift for, like, a man, too, if you, like, need something and you're, like, what do I get for a guy who, like, I don't want to spend a ton of money on.
1: Along those lines, there's a um, Charleston-based business. It's a friend of a friend's company called – I think it's called Red Clay. And they have really
0: good hot sauces. Ooh. You know how much I love hot sauce. I would also like hot sauce as a gift. Um, and then my other food one that I have, and I I mentioned this on Caroline Moss's podcast when we were guests there, but I realized I haven't listed it here on our podcast. So there's this book, it's called Serving New York, and it is a oh. cookbook with um, famous recipes from different like restaurant institutions in New York, and all of the benefits from this cookbook benefit restaurant, restaurant worker relief funds.
1: Wait. So, are you getting me that for Christmas? Because I want it, but I wasn't sure if I should buy it for myself. because no, I'm gonna I order it for my dad.
0: No, you should get it for yourself. I don't. Okay. I feel like I want to get you something that's like a surprise, not something that you're like, oh yeah, this book that you've yeah. talked about everywhere. I know. I I um I caught.
1: I took it from you. I put it on my blog and my like list of good things this past week, and people freaked out. Um,
0: I mean, so it's amazing. I, like the recipes in it are great incredible, idea. and especially since so many of these places are closed that you can't go. Like. It would be fun, like, I think, a pro- especially over the winter, like, a project cooking day is, like, a fun way to spend a Sunday. So I'm excited to get my copy and try some of them. Yeah, I agree. But it would also be such a special gift if you've, like, dined with somebody at any of these restaurants or, like, you know somebody who, like, loves New York and doesn't live there, Um, like, maybe who used to live there as nostalgia or something.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I also had like some jewelry brands. I'm a really big fan. My friend Natalie, um, who lives in Charleston, has a brand called Holston Lee, and I love all her jewelry. It's like really fun rope jewelry, but she also does a lot of cool enamel pieces like those heart earrings that I always wear. Mm-hmm. Um, or Candy Shop Vintage is my friend Deirdre. Or Nicola Bazzi's designs. I love her earrings so much. I think they're just so they're, – they're all like one of
0: a kind. They look re- They look like they're vintage, but they're current. So big fan of those. What about clothing stuff? I have a few that are lounge clothing, which is the life that I'm living. So first of all, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I'm very obsessed with my print fresh robe. Um, it's so cute. It has like cheetahs on it, and it's mine is light pink, but they come in other colors too. Um, and I think a robe is such a good gift. They also have pajamas. I haven't tried them. And then my favorite f- pajamas that are from this company called Recliner. And I really like their night shirts. So they make these like – they're basically just like big long T-shirts that are like made of really soft fabric. Um, and I have a ton of them. It's my favorite thing to sleep in. So I feel I like bu- – I bought that because of you and I don't like it. You don't? No. I got rid of mine.
1: I um I was so excited about it because I love a night shirt. But I think I like like a button down um like menswear style night shirt.
0: Yeah. No, I don't want buttons. I want just like pure comfort. A big T-shirt. Big T-shirt. Yeah. But I want it to yeah. be long enough, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also, have you ever looked at the um, Phenomenal website? Yes. I was just looking at – they had this amazing Kamala sweatshirt that
1: I wanted. It was like – it was like deck the halls with
0: like strong woman or something. It's like Kamala-la-la-la-la-la-la. That's so funny. <laughs> so Phenomenal is this business that is run by Kamala Harris's niece, Mina Harris – and she's the CEO and it's like feminist good. So they have like, you know, T-shirts and mugs and things like that. But they have some like incredible, um, like funny T-shirts and, and sweatshirts. My friend Kyle just got one that says pro science, pro Dolly. Amazing. Um, so if you have somebody in your life who like likes that type of, you know, slogany type clothing, like I think like they're doing like the best stuff right now. Okay. I need to re-look at them. Hith has talked about them a lot too, I feel like. Yeah. What do you you have on the clothing
1: front? Well, this is like a small shameless plug. There's a brand called Night Tire, like Night I-R-E, and they make the best – like my favorite pajamas in that they're really silky, organic bamboo pajamas. And I actually – worked with her, it's launching December seventh on like two patterns for holiday. Um it's a small project. Like I'm not getting paid a lot of money for it, but she's a small business that I really love and admire. And um when I posted her Clementine pajamas this summer. Oh, that's where those are from? Yeah. Those um crashed her website and sold out the whole site. So people liked them and they're really good quality. And so she asked if I would want to do something for holiday and I was like absolutely and I just think she's like a really nice woman and also like really smart and talented. So I want to um, support her in any way I can. So we did a tropical set and then a um, like emerald green white stripe. So on brand. So on brand. What I think is funny is that you actually – so I, I, I'm i very upfront about these things. I did not design these pajamas. I picked the patterns. Um, one of the patterns Rachel has as her wallpaper. Yeah. So Rachel needs those. I just can't wait for like the Garden State photo where she's wearing the pajamas against the wallpaper. Oh, maybe that's what I'm going to get her for
0: Christmas. Oh, I already
1: got her Christmas gift. Well, maybe I'll get that too. <laughs> um, it, yeah. So I really like nightire. I get really hot when I sleep. I don't get hot very often, but when I, I'm just a terrible sleeper, if you haven't noticed. Um, and I really like how cooling those are. Nice. Yeah.
0: What about um, – I brought a bunch of Etsy shops can we talk about Etsy sellers? Yes. Well, I just,
1: today on my blog, so when this goes live, it'll be a week ago, last Wednesday, I have a big roundup of all my best gift picks from Etsy. It's got tons of really cool ideas, but one that I have is called Luma & Co. And that is, um, it's this really cool like photo for dome that goes over your candle. And then it makes it like It just emits this really beautiful glow. Like it like takes like almost – it almost like magnifies the warm glow of the candle so it like all lights up and it's just so pretty. It's under $50 and I think it's such a
0: good gift. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I have a few different Etsy stores. So um, one of them is this brand I talked about a long time ago called Fat Pom Poms and they have – I guess this is more of a self-purchase than a gift. They have pom-pom wreaths. And if oh, I had cute. a if I had a front door, you better believe I would have this on it. You kind of have a front door. Um, I mean, first of all, my door is metal, so I don't really know oh. how I would. Yeah. Mount it. I guess I could use a command hook, but like nobody yeah. sees my front door. That's true, and I feel like it would get stolen on the front door of the building. Yeah, that's true. But they have the cutest pom pom wreaths. So if you if you live somewhere that's like Charleston, I'm like obsessed with these wreaths. Yeah,
1: I have a front door, but I wouldn't feel comfortable putting a wreath on the door. I feel like it would just get stolen. Yeah,
0: agree. Agree. Um, and then Caroline Moss from G Thank Just Bought It, when she was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, recommended the Delancey Collective, who makes these really cute coasters. And I want to second the endorsement. I went on after that, and I bought some. Um, and they're, like, these resin coasters with glitter in them. And then you can get um, different color, like, um, different shapes and then different color glitter or, like their stars or hearts or like sprinkles or things you can get put in them and then she uses like beads like letter beads to spell things in them and you can get custom ones so you can if you have like an inside joke with a friend or like if a friend really likes a tv show like you can get them like a custom set of coasters like i like i like that they have the option for truly custom yeah um, and then another custom thing that I'm super into from Etsy. So you might have seen Grace and I on Instagram wearing our tie dye sweatshirts that say bad on paper embroidered around the neck. So those are from an Etsy seller called Doe Bello, D O E B E L L O. And this is one of the things that I feel like I'm most frequently asked about in DMs, like that I mentioned once a really long time ago. And people are like, where was where that sweatshirt thing from again? But I think this is so fun. Like, you can get somebody's name embroidered or, like, I don't know. I feel like we're getting back into tie-dye sweatsuit season. So I feel like that was all the rage last year. And I'm still into it. Oh, I
1: have a good one. It's not an Etsy shop, but Worthy Threads. They make amazing tie-dye sweatsuits.
0: Yeah. I love their sweatsuits. And then another one, Um, I have this keychain from an Etsy seller called Jill Makes. J-I-L-L-M-A-K-E-S. And they're these cute keychains that are resin and um, like have your name on, you get your name on. So um, I guess you can get anything you wanted. I have my name on mine. And then it has like a little tassel attached too. Uh, But that's like, I I don't know. I think that would be like a fun little gift. And it's like under $20 if you need like just like a tokeny thing for somebody um, that still feels special.
1: That's such a good idea. Yeah.
0: Wait, do you want to know the thing that I'm most excited to share that I can take no credit for? What? Okay, so in our Facebook group, somebody said that they got this print made because their goal for the year was to get to read 52 books. When they reached the goal, they got this print made and it like broke our Facebook group. People were so into it. So she said that it was from this place called Ideal Bookshelf. And so basically what this company does is they make custom prints of the art is like book spines. And so you can pick from a list and like create an assortment of spines of like books that you've read or books that are like meaningful to you. And like if you know somebody who's a reader or like I want one for myself, like I just think this is such a cool gift. And like especially if you knew like books that were really meaningful to somebody and like formative to them, you could pick those. And they also have like contemporary ones too. Um, But the print is so pretty. And I think this would just be like the best gift for like a best friend or somebody that you like know really well.
1: I like it, but I wouldn't want to hang it up in my house. So if someone got me that, i would I wish it would, could be like I don't know, a notebook with my favorite books or like a journal,
0: but I'm, I would totally I, I would put it in like my in my office on my credenza or something. I don't know. I think it's cool. I love it.
1: I think it's a really cool gift idea. But Jeff, just make sure that you know the person's like taste and what they want in their house before you get it.
0: Oh, they also have wrapping paper that has books on it. Maybe I'm going to get that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What else do you oh, have and, in small business um, land? Doosin
1: and towels. I am obsessed. They have the most fun prints. Um, they do a lot of stripes and somehow in their like process of I don't know what the word is, like the weaving process. They do this thing where on one side, it can be like an emerald green and white stripe. And then on the back side it's an orange and pink stripe. And they're just like kooky and
0: out there. I think you would really like their towels, actually. I do. I looked them up after you mentioned them on our gifting episode. And I do really like them. Um, another
1: one, which is kind of along those lines, I was just thinking of stripes, is the chappie wrap, which I know is not for you. No. But um, I- fleece creeps me out. Yeah, it's it's like so. It's it's. it's I've not. You've touched mine, so you know what it feels like. No, I know what it feels like.
0: I just have a weird sensory issue with fleece; it like makes my teeth crawl. Yeah, I love their
1: blankets. I think they're so soft. My family's all getting chappy wraps this year. Don't spoil it. Yeah, that's right. They're listening. Maybe they're not getting them. I don't know. I don't know what they're getting. (laughs)
0: And then I feel like we've talked about candles being such a great gift. We both have a candle rack, so. My favorite small candle business is called Brooklyn Candle Studio. And I don't know if this is true of everywhere in the country, but at least in New York, they sell them in Whole Foods. And these are my favorite candles. They have a great Christmas tree candle, but then they also have – one of my favorite scents is a pine scent called – Montana forest, and then they also have a rose one called uh, I think it's called just Rose Botanica that I really like. Um, but these are my favorite candles, and they're they're well priced. They're like twenty five dollars. They also have which I'm I haven't actually pulled the trigger yet, but they have location scents, so like Capri or Kyoto or like different cities. And I really want to smell some of these, but they don't sell them at Whole Foods, so I'm I've been gun shy. But I might have to place an order. To smell some of these. Um, That
1: sounds really cool. Mine is um, the Sensual Candle Company, which I discovered this summer when I was researching small Black-owned businesses. And I really like, they have one called Femme. And it just, I'm usually, I usually don't like fruity candles or fragrances, but I love this because it smells like, it smells like a party. This is the best way I can – it's just, like, so happy, and it smells like peaches and champagne, and it just smells so good. It makes you feel really happy.
0: Ooh. I don't know if I've smelled that one before. It's really nice.
1: And then one last one that I have to plug is my sister, Rebecca Atwood. She makes gorgeous pillows and textiles, and she has some throw blankets and wallpaper and um, – Fabric by the Yard, which obviously you're not giving people Fabric by the Yard or wallpaper, but she does have a lot of giftable items on her site.
0: Ooh, and the last plug that I'll give is if you don't know what to get somebody, I feel like a gift card to a local restaurant or a local workout studio that they love or a local indie bookshop would all make such good gifts because those businesses are really struggling. So supporting them even if you can't use that gift card right away um, is so meaningful right now. I love that. So should we get into some end matter, Grace? Yes. I see you didn't have an Instagram, so I brought two to Great. make up for it. Yeah. I feel like such a slacker, but I haven't really been as active on Instagram as usual. Usually it's the other way around. So I felt yeah. like I could I could carry this one for us. So the first one Great. I have is called Jewelry by Olivia K. And just like the letter K. And this I – clicked on from some stylists Instagram where she had like from a shoot gotten jewelry from this and so it's a, it's vintage and estate jewelry um, and she has some rings that are incredible so I'm excited to stock this um, unfortunately I, I I really liked one of the rings um, but because it's vintage jewelry it's you know they only have one size. Um, yeah. And you and we,
1: have, I, we both have large hands.
0: We both have big fingers. So I feel like a lot of the rings are like size five. And I'm like, no. Yeah. But I'm very into the aesthetic and like her jewelry. So I'm excited to keep an eye on it. And then the second one, I think, you'll, which I think you'll be interested in, is this new store that just opened in Brooklyn called Homecoming. And it's like a cafe and gift shop and they have flowers as well. So I saw this on Nicolette Mason's story. She was there. They're know. not new. They're new in Brooklyn, so they just opened a location on Barry Street.
1: I feel like they've been around in, on Barry Street for a while.
0: Oh, really? On their website yeah. it says it's new in Brooklyn. They have one in the they, city somewhere.
1: I think that they maybe maybe the Brooklyn... I know that... I think they were in Greenpoint
0: first. Oh, um, okay. I don't think they I'm, have that location anymore.
1: The only reason I'm being a stickler about this is you know my pink... um Work-A-Day Handmade Mugs. Mm-hmm. I bought those from them oh, last cool. year. Yeah. I, I love that store.
0: Oh, cool. Well, I'm very excited. They The flowers there look beautiful. And I, you know that I'm very committed to my bodega flowers. But um, yeah. these flowers are, like, much more special and beautiful. So I've been really enjoying following them on Instagram and seeing, like, the flower arrangements. Oh, my the God, flower the flowers are amazing. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I want flowers. I don't know where to get flowers in Charleston, but I want to get myself a bouquet. Yeah, you should. I got some flowers to have some on my table for Thanksgiving. Yeah. What about non-Instagram obsessions? What do you have for us today?
1: So I have two. First is my Fraser fir candle, which is just bringing me so much happiness and so many Christmas feelings. Um, It's just a nice candle from Amazon. The other one is... Full disclosure, I'm doing a little sponsored content with them on stories in December, but it's a company called Studs and it's just their website is just studs.com like the stud earrings and they sell really, really cute fashion jewelry, but it's all earrings. So I feel like they're kind of like an affordable last line Mm -hmm. um, with like it's. And it's, it's, you know, plated metals is not, it's not fine jewelry, but everything is, you know, under $50 and they sell all these cool little studs. Um, they also have these amazing pave hoop earrings that I got. I'd been looking for like a pair of like blingy hoop earrings to wear and also a pair of like hollowed out gold hoop earrings. And I got those, um, I got these little studs that have little smiley faces on them. I got a pair that has little lightning bolts. They just have
0: really cool stuff and it's so affordable. Yeah, they're so cute. The one of the founders um is somebody that I worked with on a consulting project a while back and she's great. Oh my god, I love
1: that. I had no idea. I'd never heard of them.
0: Yeah. Um they were doing a lot of like in person like I think they had like a studio where they were like piercing before quarantine, so I think they yeah, like they're... pivoted during quarantine to be like much more online. Yeah, I'd never
1: heard of them until they reached out. And like, whenever like a fashion or like jewelry brand comes up that's new, I'm like, hmm. And I went to their site, and I was like, oh, I want everything.
0: Yeah. Um. So I know we talked about a lot of small businesses, and both of my obsessions are from like definitely non-small businesses. So I got a new candle. So the other week I was shopping on Madewell, and I was like maybe gonna buy some clothes, and I ended up getting sucked into this candle and i didn't end up buying any clothes but i was like i still want the candle and i ordered it and it is so good so the scent How did you know it was good? I don't know. I just liked the look <laughs> of it. So it's a uh, in an opaque pink glass and the candle is pink and i just liked the look of it. Oh, it's very you. I feel like it's it's like the
1: perfect millennial pink candle.
0: Yeah, so i really liked the the aesthetics of it and like the scent sounded good and i was like i'll try this and it's a three wick candle. So i kind of bought it partially as decoration. Um, it smells so good. So the scent is called Rosewood Cedar and it's like the perfect spring scent. So I mean, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but um, it's also like the cedar scent cuts the rose a little bit. So it's not so perfumey. Yeah. Um, And it's also a soy candle and the scent dispersion on it is really good because sometimes I feel like with soy candles, you end up like, unless you put your face over it, you can't smell it. Yeah. Um, Where this one, I feel like Sense the room nicely, but it's like in a natural way that it doesn't feel, smell synthetic.
1: Oh, I so, love
0: that. And I love that you're already into spring candles. I didn't mean to be, but here we are. So I'm, we are. I'm starting spring candles early. I'm definitely going to be repurchasing this one. And then um, I mentioned before, I ordered some weird ornaments on, on um, anthropology. So oh, I got I'm so curious. I got sucked in from an ad because one of them was a stack of books. And I was like, I need that. So I got the book Christmas ornament, but then I was like, what else do you have that I might need? So then I started to get some other weird stuff. And one of them, so I have an inside joke with my friend Jackie that we both call each other hot dogs and they have this ornament that's like a weird hot dog ornament. And I was like, well, I need that. But I just like stocked up on a bunch of cute ornaments from anthropology. I haven't bought ornaments in a few years and I just like liked how weird they were. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I'm super into that. What about yeah. reading? I see that you have been doing a lot of it based on this list. Well, I honestly don't have a lot to do since I got here. Like I have work and
1: stuff, but I'm not going out. So I have been just sitting at home reading and I'm reading the most amazing fiction book, which I'm going to get to. I'm also listening to like, I'm almost done with stamps because I go for so many walks. Um. So first nonfiction, I am finishing up joyful by ingrid Fatelli, which i keep talking about but it's a slower read like i read like half a chapter or maybe a chapter or maybe none at night like depending on my mood and i just find it fascinating because it talks a lot about aesthetics and how objects can make us happy and that's something that really fascinates me right now when we don't have a lot going on like i don't know at home i feel like your home is so important in terms of like elevating your mood So I find that book fascinating. I'm probably going to be talking about it for the next couple of months because I only read a little bit at a time. The next one is, um, and the other one that I'm reading is Stamps from the Beginning by Ibram X. Kendi and Jason Reynolds. And this is, I feel like everyone should read or listen to this because it really takes a critical look at history and racism from the beginning. And like a lot of those, I don't know, very beloved people in, the American history that a lot, you know, that we grew up learning in school had a lot of really problematic and racist tendencies. So I don't know. I feel like it's almost a re-education if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then lastly, on the fun fiction front, I am reading a book that a blog reader recommended to me, and that is The Talented Miss Farwell by Emily Gray Tedrow. This is like my dream book. It is almost like the female version of the talented Mr. Ripley, except it's all about art. So it's got got this woman. She grows up in she's growing up in the Midwest in Ohio in a really small town. And she ends up working for um, like the local town, municipal government. And she starts kind of like funneling money to buy art. And it goes from like you know, like maybe there's an extra $500 and she buys like a $500 painting to like full on building a $3 million art collection and then leading this double life where she's in New York and she's like this really, um, she's wearing like super high end designers and trading art. And then she's going back to Ohio and working for this town. So she's like leading these two different lives and I love it so much. I mean, I love any books about cons and I also really love
0: art. So it's like my dream book. I just added this to my cart. Um, this isn't quite the same, but any book about an art heist, I am fascinated by. Oh, I think you'll really like enjoy this. It's like one of this. my niche, super niche interests. So I'm, I'm excited about this.
1: Uh, usually, I'm definitely going to finish it tonight. Um, usually, I
0: would um, just give it to you, but I'm going to give sad. it to my mom. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. yeah. I've also been doing some good reading. So I finished The 12 Dates of Christmas by Jenny Bayless, which I mentioned earlier, which is a Christmas book. And it's definitely like on the more saccharine side, not in a bad way, um, but it is just like pretty sweet. Really enjoyed it. I read it really quickly. And then I read our December book club pick, The Cousins by Karen McManus, which I had not read yet. And I loved it. I could not put it down.
1: It oh my is, god! I'm so
0: happy you loved it. Lo- this was
1: kind of my pick for for our book club, and I'm so glad you loved it.
0: I loved it. It's definitely my kind of thriller in that it's not. It's like, uh, um, you need to find out what happens, but nothing's scary. Like, yeah, nothing, nothing bad scary. is going to happen to anyone. Like nobody's going to get murdered, or you know, like it's not too. Gr- it's not gruesome at all. So I really loved it, and I read it super quickly because I like needed to know what happened. It's a really quick read. Yeah. Um, And then I just started another book called This Time Next Year by Sophie Cousins. And this is a, I guess it's a New Year's book. So it's set around um, a New Year's Eve party and around these two people who keep running into each other. Um, And it's like kind of a fate book. So, you know, kind of like in five years, not as sad, at least so far, mixed with in a holidays kind of. OK. So um, I'm very excited about this one. And it's a British rom-com. So obviously, it's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So that's what we've got for you today. Hopefully, you picked up some new-to-you small businesses um, or some new-to-you Christmas movies to keep you um, keep you going this December. Um, yeah. And in, in the meantime, we mentioned it already. This month for our book club, we're going to be reading The Cousins by Karen McManus. And that book just came out December 1st. And we're doing things a little bit differently this month. We're taking the last two weeks off of December. So, our book club will be on December 16th. And um, if you don't have time to read it before then, it'll be there waiting for you when you finish. And if you want more of us, come to the Facebook group and talk to us. And um, I would love to I'm hear on- your favorite small businesses.
1: Yes. So, then also, our Instagram is Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Grace Atwood. I also blog um, at the stripe.com.
0: And Becca. I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And I also co-write and direct a podcast called RomCom Pod. So if you need some cheerful content to keep you company on any road trips or cleaning sprees or walks, um, you should definitely check it out. Do it. See you Bye, guys, guys next week. Bye.